2: Making a good trilogy is hard enough so when it comes to the fourth film in a franchise most of the time it's hard to keep the quality going. Sometimes we might be returning to a franchise after a long time, sometimes it's a quick cash grab. Here we go with our top 10 fourth movies in franchises but first here's Neil with 10 fourth movie facts.
1: Thank you very much, Pav. So what I thought would be interesting today is if we found out what the highest grossing fourth movie installments are in the world. So at number 10, it is Shrek Forever After with $752 million. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. At number nine, Thor, Love and Thunder, $760 million. I must break you. At number eight, we have Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, which took an amazing $790 million.
2: He's back. He's back.
1: At number seven, we have Ice Age Continental Drift, which took $877 million.
3: What
0: a lovely day!
1: At number six, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, with $897 million.
0: I want you to meet Forky. Uh-huh.
1: At number five, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, of $1.2 billion. This is very, very bad. At number four, (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides, which took $1.04 billion. Avengers! Number three, Toy Story 4, $1.07 billion assemble (laughs) at number two transformers age of extinction took 1.1 billion dollars what's going to happen when you release the whales and at number one jurassic world 1.66 billion dollars
2: big bet for a big man Yay, there we go. Fourth movies in franchises. Some are good, some are bad, but we are going to count down our top ten and joining us uh, this week. Actually, I think this was his idea, so we will find out why we've got him to blame. It's one of our new top heads. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please welcome Chris. Hello. Finally, we get to talk to the man. Yeah. How are you, Chris? I know, it was a stressful start to the recording.
4: Yeah, and then in the middle of your top running through the top ten, I got a message saying my internet is unstable.
2: Oh my goodness! What's going to happen? Oh, well, this this may end up being a one that's heavily edited uh, to get rid of all the uh, bits and pieces. But who knows? We will battle on. That's what I say. We will battle on. Now, if I remember correctly, this was your idea, wasn't it? The fourth movies in franchises. Am I right in that?
4: Yep. Yes. Yes, it was. And why. Yeah, yeah. I gave a I gave a lot of suggestions. This is the one you this is the one you chose. I, I you chose this one, so I did. Technically it's kind of both of ours. <laughs> and, and why did why was that on your list? Um, um you know, I was looking through I, I, there are so many part threes to movies I just I I just didn't like, so I'm thinking, all right, let me look through part fours and then I found that there were more part fours of franchise movies that I liked. In part threes which is kind of strange but uh we'll probably i'll probably mention some during the course of the of the podcast but uh yeah yeah i think there were better better part fours than part
2: threes but there's definitely a mixed bag and there's also what your interpretation of a part four as well is which i think i've got on one of mine we're gonna i'm gonna have to put it through to you two guys to find out whether right. it is actually a, a fourth movie of a franchise but but we'll 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 get to that. We've got a lot of oh, movies that. that we're going to talk about, I'm sure. Um Chris, start us off with your yep. number 10. All
4: right,
3: let
2: me make sure I got it right on my phone here. Uh, I think it was <laughs> Right. Now either he's thinking really hard or is My
4: number ten <laughs> oh, there we was go. American Reunion.
2: Okay. From the American Pie
4: series. Yeah. And this this is another one of the ones where I just I don't know how many people Yeah, I don't know how many people liked part three. I I know I didn't. It certainly it it went away from the format of the first two. And it probably didn't help that some of the cast wasn't there for the third one. So, and luckily everybody came back for the fourth one, and it kind of went back to what we remember from the first two. So, that is why I put this here. At mm, it's 10. been a
1: while since I've seen it. I've had, I think a while, to be fair, this will sound like a total film geek, but I've only ever seen it once, the reunion. But I, I do remember enjoying it. I do remember enjoying oh, it.
2: Right. So, was number three the wedding? Which one was yeah. the, was it American Pie? The wedding wasn't, yes. or, or is that what reunion was?
1: No reunions was when they came back older.
4: No, no, American, yeah, American, American wedding was the third one, and that was missing some
2: people, right? Right, mm. I don't
1: even know if I've Aunt seen Chris it.
4: wasn't there,
2: right? Have you not seen the reunion?
1: There's a bit where, um, um, I can't think what the character's name Him, Jason Biggs, yeah, um. It's he's got, he's, is it a saucepan or a saucepan lid where he tries to cover his modesty, but it's one of those clear glass ones.
2: Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Which is quite,
1: to be fair, it's a very funny moment because <laughs> he thinks he's done it to cover it, but everything's squashed and at full view. Oh,
2: right. Now I haven't. So, I d- oh, right. Yeah, it's quite, I'll, have to, I'll have to. There are
1: there. some really, that's one of the bits I remember from it. There was some very funny moments. Was that the one where Alison Hannigan's in the bath as well and everything goes wrong? you know self-pleasuring
4: at the beginning yes
1: yeah yes. yeah that's right yeah so there is some quite funny okay. bits in it okay. it really is
4: I'll have and to they see. were the class they were the class of 99 which is which was my graduating class in high school so it kind of fits for me well, uh, very me. familiar with <laughs>
2: <laughs> what have you been doing to pies chris i mean i, I know you say that <laughs> I've been
4: no answer. No, that, is, that is just too far, sir. Yeah. No, no. How dare you get
2: so personal? Yes, especially on the first one. We haven't even started yet. Okay, good one to start with. That's one to. I, I just. I, I probably start watching it and think, oh yeah, I've seen this. Of course, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah. Um, gone then. Neil, you're number ten. So I've gone for none other than Rocky Four. Okay, that's my number four. Ooh, blimey me, yeah. That's my I... number. That's my number.
4: That's my number eight.
2: Your number eight. Oh, there you go.
1: This is where Rocky became sort of stylized over story, really, to me. Um, But it has got some defining moments. We've obviously got the death of Apollo Creed. Spoilers. Should have said spoilers before. That's fine.
2: Don't worry, Neil. It's a 30-year-old movie.
1: Probably longer. Um, We've got the great James Brown giving us a performance in it. Ow! We've got the obligatory (laughs) montage
2: of training. More than one. Yeah. Now, I would say there's at least three good training montages in I'd say this the movie. best
1: ones in the snow, isn't it? Yeah. Where it, yeah, where he's training over in Russia. And then of course you've got the East meets West fight that i mean, I suppose everybody was waiting for it, especially in the 80s when
2: this was released. Wow, that was that was Sylvester Stallone's uh, yeah. thing, wasn't it really? whether it was Rambo. Of this was so this was Stallone in his true like rambo three phase when mm. that was americans versus the russians that's it it, it was but he was like I, I mean that scene where he's doing the um uh the sit-ups over the edge of the barn mm. if you can remember that and he's like just he's that's leaning right. into nothing and then doing his sit-ups yeah. and i had the soundtrack for this and i went to the cinema actually the cinema in our cinema? hometown. oh did you to i went this to one and it was uh, it looked this. awful it looked terrible but um the moment that Rocky actually clocks Ivan Drago for the first time, everybody in the in the in the cinema just got up and cheered because he was being pummeled and beaten to a pulp, and he manages that at the end of one at the rounds or something, clocks him one, and you yeah. actually see him bleed, and you thought, yes, he's going to get him. But that was the beauty of the round, uh, the Rocky films. Yeah, yeah. Is the is music and the action, and the, I mean the fights even now. They look ridiculous they look absolutely I still
1: think the first one isn't quite so the first rocky, which is to me is more of a uh sort of realistic it's i a mean character piece isn't it yeah That's it's more of a one. character piece whereas sort of you get to the third one everything's changed and then you get to the fourth one and it's those big stylized like you said um but yeah wh- where would this rank in all of the rocky films for you Chris?
4: Oh, this would be my favorite of the bunch. Uh, I think this is the one I re-watched the most. And I think the soundtrack itself may just vault it to the top anyway, because there's almost um, uh, that I can think of, there's not a bad song on it. Absolutely. So yeah.
2: Hearts yeah, on fire. There's no easy way out. Well, they brought Survivor back, didn't it? Was that yeah. Hearts on Fire? No Burning Heart was Burning uh, Heart. Yeah, that's where right. They had another massive hit. And I think they put mm. Eye of the Tiger on the the, tra- the track again. Oh, did they? But some of the instrumental bits. I can remember. I got a punch bag while I was living at home still then. I was like, you know, what year was it? 1987, I think? 85. I was 16 and I got a punch bag and put it in the garage. And I i would put that soundtrack on and I would just punch hell out of that thinking I was Rocky. It was crazy. I oh, mean, I didn't, yeah. I, looked nothing, I looked like Rocky Road ice cream, probably. I didn't you just look spoke like, like him after I, training. Yeah, I did. I did. But it was very uplifting. It made you want to go out and train. Just that music, just some of the um, instrumental music. It was amazing. It just never snowed, did it?
1: So we could run up the snow. No, it didn't. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that anyway. Hey, we would have tried. <laughs> no, you know,
2: definitely we would not. have. Definitely not. But there you go. We've got all got that one. So that's a good start. Okay, my number ten, controversially possibly, uh, is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh really? Yeah. Oh now, boy. Now <laughs> Chris is ready to unsubscribe to Patreon and turn yeah. the thing. I will say the reason I've got it in my top 10 is because of the first 45, 50 minutes of the movie. I think it's a good Indiana Jones movie. It's just when you get from the point of Shia LaBeouf swinging with the monkeys, that's when it just just loses all appeal for me. So as an Indiana Jones movie, I think it's pretty good up to that point and then it's too reliant on cg it's it's not it the only thing is i would say is that it's a it's a spielberg indiana jones movie which is everything that was wrong with the indiana jones movie that came out a few months ago you know it didn't feel like a spielberg indiana jones movie so controversial i know Mm. but i'm gonna have it there as my number 10 mainly for the first 45 50 minutes now i'll leave it to you two to really slag me off and discuss why it shouldn't well, be in my top ten. Well, we'd never do that, would we? Because it's
1: your list.
2: No, but but why... shall
1: we, Chris? Shall we?
2: But but yes, I... yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so why would you say, Chris, it shouldn't be in my top ten?
4: Well, I, I'm just I'm thinking about myself. I I just did not like that movie, and the concept of spoiler alert of, of aliens or whatever. It wasn't the end. It's just that's not Indiana Jones to me. I just did not like it. My this is where the part threes come in. I loved, I loved part three, mm-hmm. and I still need to see the, the recent one. Um, I'll watch it. It's on Disney Plus, I think. So I'll watch that soon. But yeah, I the first three were just so much better. It's I feel like maybe they didn't even need to. I know you know Money Talks. Uh, they they decided to make another one, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think money is, I mean, I think just. It could have been left alone after the first three,
2: personally. All, all valid excuses. I completely I do agree with everything you just said.
1: <laughs> but also, the look of it just didn't look like an Indiana Jones movie. Do you not well, think? No, not at all. I mean, all right, there's moments it does, but the rest of the film it doesn't. They, Like you said, the CGI is too much in it. That's, it's, what, but and that's, it's that's dated what I'm saying. Dreadful.
2: That opening scene where they're in the the, the warehouse, I think, is... Hmm. feels like pure indiana jones yeah you know when he's escaping and when he's he's swinging and he thought damn i thought that was closer yeah. that was all like practically done you look at Didn't the opening
1: the moment he went into the fridge on the testing I side was mean, a bit
2: yeah i mean that was ridiculous <laughs> yes I'm, like i say i'm not telling i'm not saying that this is like my number 10 movie like greatest movie of all time I'm just saying in regards to the number four movies that we've got to choose yeah. from, I'm classing <laughs> it as in there. Wait until my number nine. I mean, you haven't heard anything yet. so. Oh, boy. <laughs> Police Academy 4.
4: Oh, shit, Neil. Why ruin it? Don't oh, ruin right. it. Uh, yeah.
2: That's my number one. Okay. Uh, Chris, <laughs> what's your number nine?
4: Uh, you played a snippet of it there at the end, uh, Vegas Vacation. Okay. I, I actually am not that big of a fan of the other three to be honest really um yeah it's i, I think this one connects with me because i'm a vegas guy i've literally been going to fun fact i've been literally going to vegas every year and i've been every year at least more at least once sometimes more than once since i was in sixth or seventh grade so the early 90s so this one hit hard with or Hit pretty good with me i saw it in theaters uh it's the first one of those i saw in theaters so yeah i really i really enjoyed this one.
2: Wow. So, so what is it about Vegas that you enjoy?
4: Uh, you know, for uh, at the beginning it was gambling, but uh, I, I've limited myself gambling wise just to poker. Now it's about just the atmosphere and the, the weather, and because I go, all, I usually go in the winter time. Uh, and food, there's so many great restaurants out there. Right. Uh, some my favorite restaurants are probably in Vegas. So, so that's nowadays. That's the main reason.
2: Right. Right. And are you, are you planning to go again this winter?
4: Yeah. Um, we had a, we had a streak there with me before me and my brother went to college, uh, where me and my brother, and my parents went to Vegas, right. The day after Christmas every year for uh, about six years or so we went. Um, and I'm probably going to do that again this year because I haven't been yet. I uh, used to play uh, – up until COVID hit, I was playing in the World Series of Poker every year, so I would usually go out in June. Wow. But, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go for – usually come back on the 30th. There was one time, God knows why, we decided to stay on New Year's Eve. That was an absolute, absolute mess. We <laughs> lost my mother at one point. She just dis- she's so short, she just kind of disappeared in the silence. <laughs> So, yeah, you're never doing when you that again. The
1: following year, <laughs> yeah,
4: never doing that again. I'll come back
2: on the <laughs> Oh my god! So, and any plans to take in the U2 show while you're there this time?
4: uh I, I don't
2: know. It seems to be the big uh, thing. Um, my
4: main—I mean, my main thing is usually going to the restaurants and playing some poker so yeah. if i have time i might
1: yeah It's be worth saying wouldn't it so be you worth s- saying.
2: yeah so you said the, the world series of poker so how how well have you done on the world series of poker have you have you sort of made some money on that not being too personal but you know
4: um yeah i, I, I had a big streak at one point where i was making uh money not necessarily at the world series itself but at the each each casino has their own like poker tournaments that they hold every day. So I was making money off of those. And then the last time I went, I actually cashed in an event. Uh and if somebody hadn't gotten lucky on me two hands in a row with runner, runner, I don't know if you know the terms, but runner, runner straight twice in a row, uh, I would have made it to the I would have made it to the second day of this one tournament with a big chip stack. But a uh, guy got lucky. So but I made the money there and I made the money in a in a smaller tournament that uh, not doesn't coincide with it, it's part of the world series, but it's not a bracelet event, and there was a huge amount of people in that. and I actually made the money in that too. So. Wow, and my dad, who plays, is very jealous of me. Of that, so. <laughs> I, you can find me, you can find me in the world series of poker website if you look at my name Wow, so I cashed a couple of times, I cashed in a circuit event, which where you win a ring instead of a bracelet. Wow. But yeah,
3: okay.
4: there you go.
2: So now we know that chris has a poker face ladies and gentlemen yeah. so we we, can, yeah. we can't read what his thoughts are in case we know what his number one is we're never going to find that out unless we double up or chip up or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah. you have to wear a mask next time you do the yeah. podcast chris um okay then neil you're number nine
1: so i'm going shrek forever after oh, now, okay yeah i enjoy this movie um or moments of this movie it's it's better i think it's slightly better than the third one um it goes back to some of the basics um shrek is uh, the first two movies i think are pretty much nearly unbeatable yeah great great films great soundtracks great comedy and then it sort of lost its way a bit and so i I thought i'll put the fourth one in Mm because it did find it a bit if you watch it now you know there's some great moments where it's when it resets itself doesn't it shrek Mm -hmm. goes back to a world where he's he's not the person he thinks you know fiona's has no idea who he is and everything and it's sweet and the, the the thing with all three all four shrek movies is the heart the heart that shrek has and the good little story that i think everybody should
4: get to know very good fan of shrek chris no i, I don't know if it's the animation or what but i i just can't get into those and uh, you know, even as a kid i wasn't huge into some of the animation movies i did like uh There was a few, I like the Oliver and Company, which was Billy Joel, but um, a couple others like uh, American Tale and Land Before Time and things like that. But uh, for the most part, not really, Um, again, the animation, that and Pixar and and, uh, Toy Story movies and just kind of, it's, I don't know know what term I could use for it, but it's just kind of, it's off to me.
2: Right. It's more the CG kind of animation, isn't it? As opposed to the old, old style Disney animation. You know, Dreamworks as well, wasn't it? Wasn't it DreamWorks that did it? It was, it was DreamWorks he did so. Shrek, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, my number nine. Controversially, Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace.
1: Have oh, that's my number five. Oh, is it?
2: Okay. Yeah, oh, wow.
1: Yeah, that's uh, grown on me, that movie. I'm actually liking it more and more I see it.
2: I mean, again, it's it's not the original trilogy. It's um, some of the special. I mean, the, the the special effects. I think are, you know. I'm not going to say they're not not sort of like before their time because they're not not the same way that the original trilogy was. I just think that the that it set the precedent for what, where the story was going to go, and I didn't quite agree with that as much as when the first time I watched it way back in '99, I think it was. I came out of the cinema and thought that was the greatest movie I'd ever seen. I'd seen episode one. I didn't think we were ever going to see an episode one, and it was amazing. And then, you know, I've, I've kind of warmed to it a lot more. But then again, I thought about it, and I thought, should this be the fourth movie? Because they did have Caravan of Courage and the Battle of Endor as movies as well, didn't they, that came out. So would they be classed as the...
1: But were they a different
2: i don't
4: know they weren't part of the trilogy they they no. weren't
2: no but they were. they but caravan of courage was the first one that came out after return, return of the, of the jedi. jedi so in theory that is the fourth movie of the star wars franchise if you like but mm-hmm. i thought no i'm not going to worry about that crap i'm going to just put episode one. it makes yeah. it a lot more a lot more uh comfortable for me to do it that way so yeah i had episode one the phantom menace and like i say it seems that everybody seems to be warming to it a lot more now because they are comparing it to the sequel trilogy and the mm. fact of how bad like especially rise of skywalker was everyone's going actually the phantom menace wasn't that bad that was pretty good you know so there's well, it a, some great moments you oh, know and, the, and the, the best lightsaber jewel i think that it, the, the, the the whole star wars movies yeah. have had
1: you know the pod race yeah it's fantastic still to this day holds up really well yeah yeah it's just a shame about the trade embargoes on a youth certificate film where kids are just watching it going Exactly. No idea what that is. And
2: I also think Anakin shouldn't have been that young because it wasn't fair on Jake Lloyd. Because he was just he was just doing what he was asked to do. So yippee. Yeah,
4: indeed. Are you a Star Wars fan, Chris? No, I wasn't until they re-released here. I don't know if they re-released for you guys, but in the States they re-released them here in
2: 97. Uh special editions.
4: Yeah. And my dad was a fan, so he took us, took me and my brother to it, and then I got hooked on them. Um, I do, I do like the, there's a couple that are, that are bad. And I don't know if we should, uh, my list has a Star Wars on it. and uh, Number seven. I know we haven't gotten there yet. I don't know if we should talk about it now or wait. No, we can talk about it now. What have you got? Um, I kind of cheated my number seven Star Wars episode four. Uh, <laughs> so this, I, I had part
2: this. Four. I actually had this at um conversation with my wife before i came in here because mm. i she said to me what's what's in your top 10 i said well episode one she goes well that's episode one that's not number four it should be number four yeah. so you're well I th- I'm, I'm gonna put it yeah i'll put it down because i th- i think some people would class that as the fourth movie in the franchise
1: i think it's generational
2: i think it's generational i I, I
1: genuinely do i think it is generational you know the, the you are you the same as me? Was that the first movie you saw at the cinema? Well, Star Wars, yeah,
2: the first one I can remember, yeah,
1: yeah, it's definitely the first one I saw at the cinema, um, and so it's always the first instalment to us. Yeah, but the way I would, like, the way
2: I go about it is if somebody who's never watched Star Wars before asks me what's the best order to watch them in, I say four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, because if you watch them in order, then the massive spoiler that's in Empire Strikes Back gets spoiled in the first hour of the movie because you find out that that little boy is going to be Darth Vader spoilers if anybody doesn't anybody doesn't know so that's that's kind of my thing but but I think it's absolutely fine that you have that in there Chris because yeah my wife said exactly the same thing that surely episode four is the fourth movie in the franchise it'll be interesting on comments that we get in YouTube Mm. and when I get emails saying well no no it should be a book. I'll be looking forward to those uh, comments. So please leave the comments and let us know what you think. Okay. Neil, your number eight, please. Oh, so sorry. So before I say that, Chris, your number eight was Rocky four. which We've already talked about Neil, your number eight, please.
1: So I'm going back to Sylvester Stallone. I'm going Rambo. That's my number three. (laughs) Oh, wow. This was a return. I really like first blood. I think first blood is one of the great, great movies out there. It's underrated a little bit. I think, but it's moving it's action-packed and it doesn't you know it's a perfect 90 minute movie and pure entertainment we got to the second one which i thoroughly enjoyed but became a superhero he didn't become a human he became a a superhero and then came to the ridiculous third one where he had the longest hair i think stallone's ever had and third one was a cartoon wasn't it 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 was a cartoon and then we came back to rambo and he's you know a shire he's sort of become almost reclusive and Takes the people down the boat into Burma and then all hell breaks loose. And we're back to proper, I say proper violence, but we're back to big screen violence, almost shocking violence oh, it's, again. It's brutal. It's absolutely. I think brutal. Stallone is really good in it. The story holds up. I just, it's enjoyable.
2: It is, to me, it's enjoyable. Now, I know, you know, I mean, it's hard to watch. Mm. There's some really, really horrible, sort of really bad violence in it. Mm gruesome yeah. gross violence but i
1: mean it's, it's a strong 18 and it's
2: unapologetically UK. violent yeah and it's 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 a bit and of a show burn as well
1: i mean uh, he did it to show the you know the atrocities that were happening in burma and things like that yeah. I and mean, that's what it's all about and that's yeah. why he didn't hold back but i think he has quite a, a liking <laughs> that sort of violence because we go to rambo the new whatever it was that i can't even remember what his underscore title was it's just called john Rambo, I think is it I thought last it, uh, blood is it last, last blood last blood that's it last blood and that's brutal yeah and it didn't really need to be that brutal like it was yeah. brutal for brutal sake but
4: i think the fourth one does it really well i agree chris rambo fan you know i i've seen bits and pieces of the original bunch and the last two that came out in theaters i've saw, i've seen both of them and i like them especially the most recent one i really uh, it was different i know it's different from most of the other kind of uh the, the motivation that he has in these movies because uh, he was some uh, family member got hurt and he was going yeah. after the guys that did it so um I, I do like their most recent ones and I probably have to go back and look uh at look the originals
2: to yeah. see what I think Yeah, number two and number three are definitely 80s movies, you can feel yeah. that they're 80s movies Well number I, two was written by James Cameron It was written by James Cameron mm. But the thing is, it was it was uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2 and That's Die right. Hard were the two movies I used to watch the night before I went paintball shooting <laughs> to get myself in the mood to go and hit people with paintballs. Tighten the headband. I Ranger, used yeah. to do, yeah, it was, but it's, and I can remember going to the cinema to watch Rambo 2 and I'd read the book, well, Neil, I'd read the book of well, Rambo then. 2. The movie so I knew that there were going to be like nasty bits. And I can remember sort of cowering in the seat, waiting for the moment when someone was going to get blown up by an explosive arrowhead and spoilers and stuff like that. So I was like preparing myself for it. But yeah, I I really love those those movies. Mm. I think they're all really good movies. Some of them a bit cheesy. Rambo Three is very cheesy. Yeah. Um but And it's yeah. a
1: shame when it came out in this country it was cut, wasn't it? It was edited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think which, you can
2: get it uncut now. You never want. It shows
1: that. the start of the brutality.
2: Yeah, absolutely okay my number eight is uh the fourth movie in the jurassic uh um franchise jurassic world that's my number six is that your number six okay i knew we'd have the same kind of ones (laughs) (laughs) um it's a remake you know it's it's a soft reboot of jurassic park it's got the same Mm. tones the same bits kids flying you know running around but I think it's got one of the greatest third acts of a movie I've seen in a long time. When I went to the cinema, I was very surprised and very happy with the way that the movie, like the the whole way that it finished, it was so satisfying. Was the word I was looking for? Mm. It had a great ending. Um, Chris Pratt I think is as a great leading man. Um, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard running in her heels from a Tyrannosaurus Rex was was good. A couple of little moments that you know people that got what they deserved as well mm. um and it's just a, it's just a really good action movie the other two in the trilogy have been very disappointing i feel um dominion mm. was the last one wasn't it and i can't remember what last kingdom was the, the was the second one in the yeah you know, the new trilogy so, yeah. dominion
1: was pointless it just i'm gonna be just, honest
2: i don't understand why they how could they drop the ball was they started mm. off really well and then the last two movies just sucked basically so uh chris, money rather than a story exactly chris jurassic fan
4: you know as as a kid i loved dinosaurs and i would always go to the library and get books on dinosaurs and look at them but i don't know why but jurassic park when i saw the first one i i just i don't know what it was but i just did not like it right and i haven't seen any of the others
2: yeah you haven't uh, you haven't missed much i'll put it that so, way yeah, which which like I say, it was really strange because especially the way that the 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 second one in the trilogy ended, you thought, why wow, this is gonna be man versus dinosaur, you know, in populated areas, you know, in on mainland USA and it's gonna be it's gonna be just mental. But it was not that at all, was it? It was all about no. locusts and and, no, was, and honestly, oh, I'd I've forgotten it already yeah, it after watching it.
1: It is a terrible movie. It was terrible. And especially when you got all the original cast back. Yeah. And they do
2: nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. I genuinely thought somebody of note was going to die just to give yeah. it at least something. Uh, but spoilers, yeah. none of them do. So there you go, Chris. You haven't even got to bother watching it. We've told you all about it. So there you go. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Um, okay. So Chris, your number seven was Star Wars uh, Episode Four and New Hope. Do you want to say any more about that or are you okay? No.
4: Uh, yeah i don't think so uh it's not It's not my favorite of the franchise but of uh it i certainly wasn't going to pick episode one over this so i was like yes. all right <laughs> this is technically an episode four so i'm going to
2: put it in that's fair enough like i say that's that's more than right so neil you're number seven please so i'm
1: going fourth in the james bond trilogy uh, in this uh, Do to
2: start that again?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm going fourth in the James Bond franchise. I meant to say Thunderball. Okay, Um, we spoke about it loads, and I recommend you go and listen to the Bond one to hear my full views on it and that because it was in there. But it's a great one. Great Sean Connery. I'm a. I love Sean Connery as Bond. I've been re enjoying them again, and I think you know some of the underwater sequences that is in Thunderball is fantastic. Story's great. I don't know what you know. It's a Bond movie, and it's done very well. I think it's good. A lot of people dislike this one. Are you a fan of the Bond movies franchise, Chris?
4: Yes, my dad it's it's another one my dad got me into. That one was a lot younger than um than the uh, Star Wars. And I, I I love this franchise. I've just, every one that I've been able to see since uh, I think gold and I was the first month on theaters. And if we were doing part 3s I'd have put Goldfinger in there because it's my favorite of the Bond movies uh thunderball and from rushwood lover a little down on the list for me but uh I, I like some of the i like a lot of the goofy roger moore ones better than most people do but uh yeah again uh, goldfinger would have been on this list if we were doing part three it'd be up there pretty high but uh yeah i love james bond
2: so which one's thunderball neil which, which what's the story
1: that's the th- well the third one where you've got
2: third one fourth one
1: thunderbolt is the fourth one um sorry yeah. i think i was, I was thinking of gold, gold <laughs> Jesus thing christ
2: one. man come on
1: <laughs> uh, what is this the story i mean I, I, I fear of repeating myself is on it the spies wandering. and
2: girls and guns and
1: and um somebody wanting to take over the world oh, wow. um yeah I thought you were talking about Goldfinger and I was <laughs> no, asking, why would I talk Goldfinger? about Goldfinger? <laughs> <laughs> I was even thinking that, hence the confusion. Oh, but yes, yeah. it's it's got some great moments. It's got a lot of the underwater one. And they also remade really it with um
4: never yeah, say never again.
1: Yeah, never ah, say never again. Right, okay. Um, you know, that's where they redid it. So which is not actually too bad of a movie when
2: yeah. you watch it now. I actually enjoy that one. Yeah. That's not an official Bond, though, is it? That's not an official no. Bond movie, is it? It's no.
1: a Warner Brothers version. Oh, there you
2: go. How do they get away with it then? Do they? Do they still not? Do they not have yeah. any of the James Bond trappings, like the you know the the gun barrel at the they start used, and all that? They don't have the any. The way of that. they
1: did it, they used everything that wasn't Bond, you know, but hinted at Bond. If you know what I mean, right? It is bizarre. So it's does almost, he
2: not? Does he not say my name's Bond, James Bond? In it? No. Oh, Not right. that I
1: remember, Chris, does he?
4: I'd have to go back and watch. I, I feel like he might have, but, I mean, I know they call him Mr. Bond a lot in the movies, but I know his name is mentioned.
1: Yeah. Right,
4: okay. can't remember that exact. But they had to call
1: it something completely different. It had to be completely written brand new. Right. You know, which okay. back then they were trying to convert all the books.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's a
1: bizarre one. It's that wrangle, isn't it? Hence why um, Sean Connery came back for it.
2: Right. Okay, Kim passengers in it as well. She is. I, I do know that. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Um, okay, that's your number seven. My number seven. Uh, we're going into Toy Story World. So it's Toy Story Four. Um, it's it's not my favorite one of any of the Toy Story movies. It's my fourth favorite, but it gets into my top four, uh, top ten movies of fourth movies. Um, it's got a great cast. As all the top uh, Toy Story mm. movies has. Tony Hale as Forky. Keanu Reeves as Duke Nukem, the yeah. um like the Canadian evil Knievel, which was a, a load of fun. Uh, let me see, Christine Hendricks, Jordan Peele, um obviously Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Annie Potts. Um, for me, it's things like the the animation is just like so realistic now. Mm. If you go from how great the first Toy Story was at that time, you look at that compared to what it looks like now. It's just incredible. Um but I felt like it had to be in there for me for my for my
1: the reason it didn't make my list and I I remember loving it is I've only ever seen it again once so I've forgotten a lot of it I need to watch it again but the problem is I I remember coming out of the cinema thinking well it was really it was good but pointless
2: it was because it was basically saying the same thing again it was like cuz mm. Toy Story 3 started finished so well spoilers it did. you know with Andy giving his toys to the little girl and it's sort of like moving on and growing up so going back but then again they're, they're making the toy story five now aren't they yeah, so yeah. you know they're, they're going back to the well again it just it
1: frightens me that it's a cash cow now not a, a movie <laughs> yeah well that's what it's
4: going to be uh chris thoughts yeah uh similar i think i mentioned it earlier similar to shrek it's the animation i, I said all the original i can't remember what year it was but i was in gym class and they were using the gym for something else so we got our class just kind of had to sit in the auxiliary gym and just sit there. So they were playing this movie and I wasn't really paying that much attention to it, but what I saw, I was, again, the animation just kind of threw me off for whatever reason. Yeah. And, and I have not seen any of the others since maybe, again, maybe the same with the guys Maybe if I can look at them again and see if uh, see there's something that I missed.
2: Yeah. yeah, possibly. I mean, the, the first three are great movies. This one's a good movie and, and it made it my
4: top 10. So there you go.
2: Chris, your number six, please. Uh,
4: die hard, hard number four. I forget what they called it.
2: Well, it's uh, Die Hard 4.0 or Live Free and Die or Die Hard, I think was the... the.
4: Yeah, one. that's it. Yeah. Um, I like this one because, I mean, he's a little older now and he's out of his element more so than usual with the computer stuff and uh, Justin Long has <laughs> got to help him along the way and a funny cameo from Kevin Smith and yeah he has no idea what's going on but he's old and he's old school and trying to and <laughs> all these people that know so much martial arts and are kicking the crap out of him calls one guy a hamster <laughs> jumping around <laughs> I, I just i just find that one so much fun because it's just again that he's out of his element and uh i did not like the one after that that one was good yeah it was a bad one. First first four are really are really good for me. yeah
2: he was an old man in a new age, wasn't he? That was yeah. the thing. Yeah. I mean, it didn't make my top 10 because that was the point where he seemed to become indestructible in, in that movie. He became oh, well, a superhero. where the Blowing be- up
1: helicopters with a motor- uh, car or bike yeah, or Yeah, the beauty of
2: the first three was that he genuinely looked hurt in every single one of them. And although we got cuts and scrapes in four and five, he just seemed to like ru- bullets bounced off him. And if he hurt himself, he just seemed to dust himself off and was fine. But, I mean, it is a good movie. It just didn't, didn't make my top it's ten. It's fun, isn't it? It's what yeah. I call a
1: great popcorn movie.
2: Yeah. Is it not in yours, Neil? No, it wasn't. Didn't make yours? No. no. Not quite, no. Okay. Um, I so, did toy with the idea. <laughs> did you toy story with the idea? I yeah. toy story four with the idea. <laughs> okay. Neil, your number six was Jurassic World. It was. Uh, my number six is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire.
1: Oh, that's my number four. Is that your number four? <laughs>
2: there you go. Um... Um, I've liked the Harry Potter movies more as they went on. I can't Mm. watch the first two anymore because them as little kids, the acting is just terrible. And it really takes me out of the movies. Even number three. Number four is when it started to get, because he who shall not be named um, Voldemort uh, comes back, basically, in in Goblet of Fire. Spoilers if you haven't watched it. And it feels to me that this is where it, it took its real dark turn and a little bit and i and when it got to like five six when Deathly hallows i think the second part of that movie i think is a great film it's really really good really disturbing in places considering it's a children's story if you like um but for me um yeah i had to have that one in my top 10 so neil why is it in your top 10 i think it's a great
1: story um even one of the best harry potters uh number four you know it has got the fun of the games why he's been chucked into these games the big tournament, um you know, they've all got long hair in it. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's—I found it. We we started to relate. I really do like the third one as well because we came away from the Chris Columbus happy, I want to be Spielberg sort of films to darkness crept in. Yeah, and the darkness is there, and it's definitely there in the fourth one. I mean, the end at the end of the maze with old Diggory dead. Mm. Diggory dead. Diggory dead. Yeah, um, it's it's. I just think it's really good, really good. And we got Jarvis Cocker, my friend Jarvis. Oh, Cocker your is friend
2: Jarvis is in it. That's right. You're right. Oh, yeah. There. Um, Chris, how will we on Harry Potter?
4: Uh, my f- sci-fi fantasy uh world ends kind of begins and ends with Star Wars. Uh, and I guess Lord of the. I, I've seen all of Lord of the Rings in theaters, but I only saw them once. Uh, they're so long, I guess um I, I have not seen any of the air but I feel like it's geared more towards children I, I know adults watch it obviously but uh I, I just I don't know I mean I love Emma Watson but that's probably for a different reason but <laughs> um yeah I just again uh, if somebody can convince me maybe I'll go back maybe I'll go and watch them but uh yeah uh it's not- it's. It
2: is definitely like say the first two. It's like they're straight out of drama school, and you can tell, especially Emma Watson. You can and tell the CGI the and the CGI is, is not great. But like I say, that you get to like the fifth, sixth movies, and like Hey, Deathly Hallows, genuinely disturbing in places. I genuinely like, don't think they're even kids'
1: films. Then are they? No, no, they're teenagers
2: and upwards. Then completely agree. Completely agree. okay i haven't got that set up let me get this to there because i need to press this oh no i pressed the wrong button again i need to press this
4: (laughs) pop quiz hot shot
2: here we go pop quiz hot shot here we go neil you need to sort yourself out after your last terrible display so chris you are our guest would you like to go first or second
4: I'll I'll let Neil try to redeem himself. I'll let him go first. He's gonna go first. Okay. Thank you very much,
2: Chris. Remember, it's uh, first one to three. If you get it wrong, it goes over to your opponent. So here we go, Neil. Who played Rocky's longtime friend and brother of Adrian? Paulie. Uh, Burt Young is correct. Neil's off the board. Uh, Chris, here's yours. What was the subtitle for the fourth Star Trek movie? As in the old movies.
4: A voyage home, I think.
2: Well done. Yes, it is. One yeah, for the one.
1: one. In, it? Okay, <laughs> Neil.
2: Who starred in The Born Legacy? Uh, that'll be
1: Jeremy Jeremy. Oh well, <laughs> uh,
2: Renner. Is correct. Well done, Neil. Chris, this one's for you. Who starred as the tech-savvy villain in Die Hard 4.0 or Live Free or Die Hard?
4: Uh, Timothy Oliphant.
2: Is correct. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. O'Neil. Hey. you need this for the win. What year was Jaws The Revenge released?
3: 87.
2: He's done it, ladies and gentlemen. That was, was crisis I mean, come on, we need to give Chris the next question. We should I'll give Chris the next question anyway. Um, it could be a draw. It really. could be a draw, okay. And these are set as they're set. I didn't realize where Chris likes to go, but anyway, where were the Griswolds vacationing in their fourth movie? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so in gris- theory, that
1: should be a draw. That
2: should be a draw. We'll we'll call it a draw because none of you have got one wrong yet. You haven't got one wrong. So will I'll throw the other ones out anyway. Can't what was the fourth movie in the Dirty Harry franchise called?
1: Sudden Impact.
2: Well done, Neil. It was. Who played John Connor in Terminator Salvation?
4: I can't remember the actor's name. I've
2: seen the movie, but I can't remember his name. Neil, Christian Bale. It was Christian Bale who oh, voiced. Oh crap! I was thinking
4: of the third
1: one.
2: <laughs> ah. There you go. See who voiced Chucky in The Bride of Chucky. Uh, me. Whoever, well, whoever, because Brad Dorff, isn't it? It was Brad Dorff, yeah. And who played the formidable pirate Blackbeard in Pirates of the Caribbean: On Stranger Tides?
1: Was that um Lovejoy in McShane?
2: It was. Neil, you're on fire tonight. Yeah. Absolute fire. Well done. But I will call that one a draw. Well done. Yeah, we will. Well that done, was a draw. Chris. Well done, Chris. Well done, Neil. Back to the business at hand. So, Chris, what's your number five?
4: My number five is Avengers Endgame. Okay. Because that was the um, if I'm doing it right in my head, it was the right. It was Avengers, then
2: there was Age of Ultron, Infinity then uh, War. Infinity War, and
4: then
2: and then this one. Absolutely I'm right. going to
1: admit I never got this in my list.
2: Why have you not got this in your list, Neil?
1: Because when I was looking at greatest fourth installments of all time, this became quite contentious. So I why would it so, be
2: contentious?
1: Well, a lot of people say it should be a joint movie with the third one, and it was in no list of the greatest fourth movies, and I completely forgot.
2: <laughs> well i mean i would say I did, originally it would that they were planning infinity war parts one and two weren't yeah. they so then i would have said that that isn't that that's all part of one movie as it's called Endgame. i would class yeah. that as the fourth movie i'm I'm with chris on this one
1: okay well i forgot about it as well
2: Neo. It, if
1: it had come up on the lists that i looked to remind me what the greatest fourth ones were
2: it would definitely be very high on my Very high. Okay, so so why so apologies? That's fine. Why only number five for you, Chris?
4: Ah, uh, well, there's a there's a few on here that uh, once we get past threes and four, uh, get to fours in certain genres. That's that's almost like just a few certain genres actually keep going with franchises. So, uh, but we'll bring that up in a minute. Um, but I do I do love this one. Uh, I like that Paul Rudd. Gets more of a role. because I know he was in Civil War, and he was kind of. Uh, I mean, he was in a. He had a part, but it was kind of small. And I hated. Uh, obviously, I. I liked the ending of Infinity War, but I, you know, I hated it because everybody died, and we lost a lot of people. I didn't. At the time, in my head, I was just like, wait a minute. Uh, I think Spider-Man and Black Panther are getting more movies, so. What yeah. just happened
2: here. yes yes it was but, very rare yeah. that a movie that size the baddie won that was the thing and it just finished then the movie just finished you thought with well, something's going to happen in a minute and it just ended and you thought shit this is this is serious stuff now
4: yeah and then of course the epic finale when everybody's together uh, i love that and i've gone through youtube there's if you ever go on youtube and like look up uh like the avengers endgame but with other like other heroes and other movies. It has there's so many things there from Jack Bauer and 24 <laughs> Star Wars people. Uh it dc people it's crazy they they got Shia for whatever reason they got the LaBeouf buff yelling in there I, <laughs> I would recommend going and looking at this uh just look up avengers end game but with other universes i will it's
2: i will find those familiar. videos and i'll put them on our patreon video playlist so that people haven't they can just come and have a look there because I, I i need to look at that i thought you was going to say the audience reactions to like the end part because you watch those as well And like cinema reactions are like crazy. Always sends a shiver down my spine when it's the Avengers Assemble moment and stuff. It's oh, it's so good. Yeah, very good. Okay, then. Well, Neil.
1: Yeah. Well, I I forgot. um, Uh, Never mind.
2: Never mind. Uh, Okay, but your number five, Neil, was um, Star Wars: Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. yeah. Uh, Right, my number five. Now, this is the one I need to get your guys' um, vote on. Um. I've gone for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, officially, it's it's supposed to be like a Ghostbusters 3. But because you have in the, the, the ladies Ghostbusters movie, which is not a good movie, you've got the characters. You've got Bill Murray's in there. And I know that he's not being Venkman and that. Would you class that... I need to know. I need to know from you guys whether you class Ghostbusters Afterlife as a fourth movie in the Ghostbusters franchise.
1: I would I would assume, I would suppose, again, it's another one I never even thought of because I'd forgotten about the, the ladies only
2: Ghostbusters. A lot of people have forgotten about that one. Yeah. Though,
1: but um,
2: I don't know what you guys...
1: Yeah, I'd think. let you have it because it, it is the fourth. I mean, just because I never thought of it or, I
2: mean, other people, I'd let you have it. Chris is Chris is showing his proper poker face now. He's not giving anything away. I don't understand. I don't know what he's thinking. What uh, do you think, Chris?
4: This this is one I struggled over because I thought about putting it because I love that movie and I mm. put it pretty high on my list. But I think of the the reboot being in the middle like that. I think of this. I think of that as its own separate thing because obviously all three and Sigourney Weaver. All three of the Ghostbusters, living Ghostbusters, and Sigourney Weaver, were all in the other movie and played different characters. So I don't think of it in that universe. And I think of this as a part three. Now I know there's a part four coming out soon. Yeah, but uh, I consider it a part three. But you know, it's fifty fifty right now between the two of us. So mm. I don't know how we decide.
2: Well, because of that, I'm gonna. I'll leave it in there because I can't be asked to change my top ten <laughs> after no, all this. No, yeah, but I, I'm pretty sure i'll be getting messages uh, saying you can't have it as a top but for the reasons that you said chris i'm kind of it's because i love the movie i really love the movie i think it's one of the it's a, such a sweet movie especially at mm-hmm. the end um yeah. what they do for harold ramis i think it's it, it. i want to put it in there just for that just to be able to have that on there yeah
4: i i don't get emotional at movies every time i've seen that movie for like four times every time it comes up i get
2: i know i'm exactly the same i feel exactly the same um okay so i will keep that in there then uh chris you number four then please
4: well to number four here's where here's where i was talking about there after when you get to part fours and beyond it's usually it's mostly horror movies so my number four is uh friday the 13th part four which was technically called the final chapter obviously they made about a million after that but uh it's friday the 13th the final chapter
2: okay now I'm I'm not very well con- conversed when it comes to the final the, the Friday the Thirteenth movies. So what made it a final chapter?
4: Uh spoiler alert! Corey Feldman kind of uh, defeats Jason. He uh, he fools Jason by thinking, making him he cuts his hair off and makes him trying to makes himself look like uh, young Jason. And he gets confused and the uh, the machete falls through his head and just. Great special effects by uh, Tom Savini, and the, the axe kind of just, or the the machete just kind of goes straight through his head, and, and then you see his fingers kind of twitching still. And then Kurt Feldman just brings up the machete and starts just hacking him, and it kind of cuts away to uh, him in the hospital, and he kind of makes a he makes a scary face there at the end. It makes you think it's going to go uh, continue on, and it actually did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this one is just great. It's got the you have to know the infamous uh, Crispin Glover dance from that one. I would, I would thank you. Would like oh that. right, no, you I... might have
1: seen this on YouTube. I mean, if not, have a look. Pat. I we will, won't spoil I... that tonight. Okay,
2: I will. I will add it to the playlist. The Crispin Glover dance from Friday the Thirteenth Part mm. Four.
4: Yeah, and the funny thing is, it's not the music they're playing in that movie is not what he was actually dancing to because they actually had Back in Black by ACDC, but. They wanted too much money for the movie so they changed it to a different song but he's still technically dancing to ACDC right kind of went and dubbed over it but uh yeah I, I think that they actually this one more than the other three and then certainly ones after they kind of have more character development we're we're getting uh Chris McGlover's character and another guy are talking about relationship issues to <laughs> driving up to the uh, to the camp so it gets a little more in depth with character, and and we learn obviously about Corey Feldman, Tommy Jarvis, who is in the next two after that. So, yeah, so I, I think it's just a little, and it's most if you go look fans of this franchise, uh, most of them either put this or this or part six at number one or two usually.
2: All right. So, where is it for you, Neil? Because you're a massive um,
1: like horror. Yeah, fan. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's I've got the box set of the first ten jason films um it's been a while but i always remember the bit with Corey feldman shaving his hair off to be (laughs) so what the moment when he comes down the stairs when he's first it gave me a chuckle to be honest but it's um it's all right it's a good slasher film it's been a while since i've seen it yeah it's got some good moments in and like tom savini's effects like um um chris said is they are superb in this movie they really are good are they yeah okay and
2: it's that.
1: not
4: my it's not my favorite in the franchise to be honest if some people count Freddy versus jason some don't I, Freddy versus jason is my favorite just because i like the, some people don't like it but i like the crossover stuff and, you know it's not it's not very story driven but it's a great action and then i actually also like uh, the one i saw growing up in most was part seven and i like that one too because he actually has a formidable opponent with the team of the psychic. Right and stuff at him, so, but it's probably third or fourth on my uh, list of favorite. Friday which one's Manhattan? That is part eight, which yeah. I don't mind it, but they're the fans of that franchise seem hate it. Whatever. It's ch- I think
1: it's because it's cheap.
4: <laughs> All right. Well, that aware. yeah, they're, it should be called Jason. Well, some people call it Jason on a boat because he's on a boat most of the time, mm. and also most of the, the when they get to. New York. It's filmed in Vancouver, trip for the, you know, the one shot of Times Square. Oh right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
4: Um, right number four for you,
2: Neil, was Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. It certainly was. Uh, my number four was Rocky Four. So back to you, Chris, for number three.
4: Okay. I think I remember hearing this in your tri- in your trilogy podcast episode, and I think at least one of you hates this movie maybe both of you but mine is uh my number three is lethal weapon four
2: okay yeah well i didn't hate it, it. i just I it, thought was it was me
1: that was a bit down on it chris i'm sorry chris <laughs> yeah
2: i just think sorry. it's not as good as the other movies
4: yeah again i think it may it may have a special place for me because it was the first one i could see in the theaters. right um, and gently I, I like martial arts stuff and action like that. And, and it also changed thing. You know, the the first three was all about uh, Murtaugh saying I'm too old, and, and but now Mel Gibson has joined him in that. Yeah, I'm too old stuff. So it kind of brings that around, and, uh, and Chris Rock is funny. And the, the the back and forth between Chris Rock and Joe Pesci alone with the phone stuff, that is just priceless, and that's worth uh, that's worth it being high on my list anyway so mm. um so yeah I, i'm going with that one not that i don't like the others but uh i just this one just holds a different uh special place for me so mm.
2: i think it was the one thing that, that like lethal weapon didn't mean mel gibson in that movie it was jet lee was the lethal weapon wasn't he that was the thing and the way uh, that I, I can always remember that moment when he sort of dismantles the gun in like two seconds when they're fighting and um but yeah there's talk that they're bringing that back as well, aren't they? And is Mel Gibson supposed to be directing Number Five? Apparently, loads of rumors. Yeah,
4: yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. They're they're all so old. And yeah, I mean, even Chris Rock is old at this point. Exactly. I mean, maybe he's retiring, and maybe you know, it's ninety eight was when that came out. I guess, I guess their two kids are old enough to be the police officers.
2: Be the grandkids, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't be good. Um, right, go on then, Neil. You're number three.
1: So it's John Wick four um i've only just recently watched this in the last couple of months um very very enjoyable very very john wick the only reason it dropped down my list a bit is because of the length it got a bit um i mean it's choreographed beautifully but i'll say that if you've seen it the bit on the stairs just goes on far too long um another bit's far too young but donnie yen in it is superb he's probably the highlight of the action bits uh, especially um well i won't i won't say because you haven't seen this have you yet pa?
2: no apparently it's out on amazon prime next friday there you go Told so you. It was i'll coming. be able to watch it then
1: yeah but it's three hours long yeah which for a john yeah. Wick movie is a bit too much you know they're perfect one and a half two hour movies but yeah yeah it goes it i mean i've never seen so many people killed in a
2: movie in my life let's <laughs> just put it like that you yeah. <laughs> know That's every movie, though, isn't it? It's amazing that there's still henchmen around with with the people that get dispatched.
1: In this one, it is is insane. How many people they must have had in his army. God only knows. But you'll see what I mean. It's great, great action. There's great, great moments. It was just let down for being just a little bit too long.
4: Okay. Chris, John Wick fan? Uh, I'm going to be probably... I think the other patrons might actually pay to have me removed from patreon to say this um keanu reeves and chris pratt they are two as human beings i love them because i i know especially keanu Reeves, all this stuff he, he does and i've i've listened to youtube videos about all the stuff that he does and chris pratt is such a good guy as actors i just uh, all i all, all i see is and ted keanu reeves. I just, his acting his acting and chris pratt Chris Pratt annoyed me. The first time I saw him was in uh, the OC, the TV
3: show.
4: Yeah. Where he was uh, Summer's boyfriend. He was obnoxious. And I just, it, uh, their acting bothers me more. than uh, Again, as people, they're great. But the acting is just, I
2: can't. Keanu's one of those people that the less that he has to say, the better he is. As long as he doesn't have to speak. Go on, Neil. Go on. Do that line, Neil, from Dracula. Come on. I know where the bastard sleeps. <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, he's not the
1: greatest actor, but that's why John Wick, to me, makes it all right, because he has very little to say.
2: Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's perfect for him, that kind of thing. Mm. But when he's doing, like, Knock Knock, if you've ever seen that Eli Roth movie, he mm. is terrible. He is laughably bad in that. It is a shocking performance from Keanu. But like you say, Chris, he's a lovely person, so you don't really want to have Slam. a go at him too much, do you? um okay my number three was rambo so we've already spoken about that so we're back to you again chris for number two
4: uh again horror movies That's about where where start going nothing but those uh scream four is my number two
2: okay
4: um i don't know if you i don't know if you guys have seen that i
2: i've seen it a
1: while ago yeah
4: have you seen five and six
2: I've seen five, I haven't seen six. Yet. I've not seen either of them, I must admit, no.
4: Um, I would recommend seeing both. I mean, six is better than five. I'm not going to spoil what happens in five. But I will say in six, Neff Campbell is not in it. So that's, I would have four and six tied if it wasn't for, I mean, I kind of have, do have them tied. I would have six ahead of four if okay. it wasn't Nef Campbell not being in it. But uh, six gets bumped up. A lot because if I don't know if you can see my little poster back there, General Ortega. Yeah, I could watch General Ortega just stand there and read the phone book. Yeah, so. <laughs> but um, but uh, no part four. I just love that because I th- I thought Dewey was at his best because he wasn't the bumbling idiot that he was in the first two, and, and even a little bit in three. He was the sheriff and he seemed to be uh, get his head on a lot more straight there. Um. I I loved, especially the end, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen it, uh, what Emma Roberts does was brilliant. I remember seeing this with a friend in theaters, and I was just laughing the entire time when she is beating the shit out of herself to make it look like she was attacked by her her ex-boyfriend or whoever it was, and she's throwing herself into the mirror, throwing herself through a table and cutting herself, ripping her own hair out. It's just absolute gold. And I kind of I kind of wish they had kept her character alive so we could see her uh, do something else. but uh, yeah, I, I thought this had it had a lot of uh, it had a lot of stuff in it and it had it was back to almost back to the roots there after part three which again was another part three that I'm not a big fan of and uh yeah it's there's a lot of big name actors in it and it, it's just it, it's again it would if Nev Campbell was in part six it would prop six would be ahead but uh behind the first two Scream four would be my third favorite of the Scream franchise and i've grown to really love that franchise oh,
2: great you're a fan of scream
4: as well aren't you neil
1: i enjoy scream yeah. yeah yeah i mean i don't think they've ever topped the first one i'll be honest no uh, and i don't think they ever can because of the originality of it but there's yeah. there's always great inventive killings i mean the the way the policeman gets dispatched in the car is I mean, how they ever got the knife into his skull? <laughs> he must have had a hell of a lot of force to have done that. But it's it's original, original killings. And I do enjoy that they keep going back to Woodsboro and and things like that. It, you know, it holds through. The only thing I would have said uh, to the other three, um, Wes Craven always, to me, always bought this, um, uh, like, Atmosphere to the movies, you know, a sense of dread, but somehow in the fourth one it has gone; it, it, it wasn't there. um So I didn't find them quite as the fourth one, and and especially the fifth one, not as creepy as right. it
2: should have been.
4: Okay. Okay. Six, six has some scary moments, so I would, I would recommend watching that
1: one. Oh, it's on my list. It
2: really is, Chris. It's on my list. Okay, lovely. Another one to add there, Neil uh you're number two then neil so it's mission impossible ghost
1: protocol i think you said about the harry potter movies that mission uh harry potter's got better the more you know the more into the franchise we got i think this is a strong franchise from the start of the week has been number two but number four is great brad bird directed it it's the bit with the big high rise in saudi arabia no not saudi arabia dubai is dubai, it i think it yeah to, yeah the, And, you know, the fact that this is where it really starts to be noticeable that he was doing stunts that you're like, holy fuck, should you really be doing that? Um, (laughs) uh, Simon Pegg gets more of a role. Jeremy Renner, obviously, is in this one. Alec Baldwin? Alec Baldwin
2: in that one? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's great cast, great direction, great special effects in it as well. You know, with that sandstorm looks really... yeah brutal so I really like them and like I said I think they're only getting better I haven't seen the newest one yet no I haven't either um but that will be watched as soon as I can mm. um but yeah yeah
2: this, this was number 11 on my list I must admit it very very nearly made mm. my list but Indiana Jones just uh it. It out. <laughs> <laughs> which I find crazy but also
1: um I watch these uh, uh whether you know chris I've been sort of laid up this year a lot of the this year with an injury. So, I watched all the Mission Impossibles every day, one every day, all of them right up to the, well, till the new one came out and not seen that. Um, And they all stand out so well. It's just that number two has a lot of boring moments in, but by God, does it have some great stunt work in? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're good, good movies. Good movies. Uh, Again, so a fan,
4: Chris, or? I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, so I've, I, I like the Jack Reacher movies. I've seen two or three of these Mission Impossible, because I've seen every single one of them out of order. So it confuses me a little bit, but I, I had seen this one and I did. I, this was probably of the ones I've seen. This was my favorite, if I'm remembering it correctly, with Jeremy Renner in it. That's it. Um Yeah, my favorite Tom Cruise role is, I, I think more or less is more with him. I, my favorite Tom Cruise role is him in Tropic Thunder. Right. yeah yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. That is yeah. Just, he's just brilliant in that mm. i must admit I, I i'm the same as you neil i think they're great movies but i always get so i just had a look the so ghost protocol rogue nation and fallout mm. i they sort of meld into one for me i can't remember what happens in each of them well
1: i mean rogue nation and fallout probably understandable because they sort of go from one to another which is what i think the newer ones are going to do as well yeah the stories are sort of linked so i can understand those but standalone movies the fourth i'd say one to four are standalone movies yeah
2: yeah you oh, know. great ones great ones okay my number uh two is mad max fury road um i don't think i've come out of a movie at the cinema as enthralled and just overblown by the spectacle of the whole thing mm. When I came out of the cinema and and it's and it's one of those movies where whenever I see it on the TV, I will watch it from where it is and watch it to the end. It is just an absolute masterpiece of filmmaking and the fact that there's very little CGI, if mm-hmm. any, it is all practical effects. And it shows you that you can make a great modern day action movie with minimal um you know special effects, if yeah. you like it is just a tour de force and an amazing movie and i can't believe it's taken so long to get another movie um from that universe out and there's the there's a
1: curious Furiosa kind
2: of prequel coming out isn't there which again
1: but is that george miller i don't know i think it is i think it well if george it is then i have every faith because he seems to do these movies so well i mean it yeah. is a you can tell it's a george miller movie the fact that he oh, made babe yeah. 2 it's yes
2: just- but it, uh, it's, the, it's the way that he makes it; it feels then, it just runs from number three to number four. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though it's obviously, I mean, you look at that compared to number one, and the way that it's shot, where it's probably in sixteen millimeter film or whatever. Yeah, and the speed. The aesthetics was of sped it all up, looks. Yeah. yeah, but it's still shot in that style. There still <laughs> are moments where it looks like it's sped up a little bit, and yeah. just you know, it's just an absolute masterpiece. It's, I mean, it, I, to me,
1: it ranks up there with um, Road Warrior number two yeah right up there yeah because i think that's almost a, that's a great movie
2: it is it is uh mad max
4: fan chris you know i don't this is one franchise that has never even really come across my radar for the most part i think the first two or three i can't remember how many there are and yeah. i think most of them okay most of them i feel like came out before i was in before i was born but when i was really young and i didn't even think about it so they
2: were early right. 80s yeah well to be yeah. fair number three well, was 85 wasn't it 86
1: yeah, yeah something 85 yeah 85 yes. i think yeah Mel gibson
2: just as he was becoming tina, well, turner yeah, well. tina turner
1: but um the first one wasn't even in the 80s it was like 78 79 yeah, i think it was yeah and but then, a very
2: very low budget yeah movie. it was george miller's first movie it's, yeah. it's great where it all started but i would recommend it chris i would thoroughly recommend dipping in and watching uh all of them to be fair yeah they're, they're I mean, great. the first
1: one—the subject matter—is
2: absolutely brutal. Yeah, it is. It was always. It, it was is, always absolutely. lumped in with video nasties in yeah. this country, wasn't it? Well, Mad they Max? didn't help
1: with the poster on the video where we—you could rent
2: it with the, you know, the leather glove and the yeah.
1: car coming
2: right up. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. Before we reveal our number ones, um, we'll tell you our ten to twos. So, Chris, if you want to give us your uh, countdown from ten to two, Neil will do the same, and then I'll do the same.
4: Okay, uh, number 10 for me was American Reunion, the fourth movie in the American Pie franchise. Uh, number nine was Vegas Vacation, obviously the vacation franchise. Uh, eight was Rocky Four. Number seven was Star Wars Episode Four. Uh, number six was Die Hard Four. Number five was Avengers Endgame. Number four was Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Uh, number three was Lethal Weapon Four. And then number two was Scream Four.
2: Lovely, Neil.
1: So, number 10 is Rocky Four. Number nine, Shrek Forever After. Number eight, Rambo. Number seven, Thunderbolt. Number six, Jurassic World. Number five, The Phantom Menace, Star Wars Episode One. Number four, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Number three, John Wick Four. Number two, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol
2: wonderful and mine was number 10 indiana jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull yay nine star wars episode one the phantom menace eight jurassic world seven toy story four six harry potter and the goblet of fire five ghostbusters afterlife four rocky four three rambo and two mad max fury road so chris what is your number one fourth movie in a franchise
4: my number one comes from my favorite film franchise of all time, and that is Halloween four. Ooh, okay, the return of Michael Myers. Um, the Halloween is my favorite movie of all time. I I thought about there was a forty five year convention uh, anniversary convention just this past weekend in, in California. Thought about going to it, but uh, I will go to the fiftieth reunion when it comes around. Um i love the first one's my favorite movie of all time and the second one is very very good it's my second favorite and the third one uh the the third one is again not michael myers so that's why i didn't want to another reason i didn't want to do part threes and four is just um if the mask wasn't such shit and they didn't have the actor playing michael in these huge they had him in these huge shoulder pads and he just looked like he was I mean, he looked ridiculous. If they had the uh, regular, even didn't even have to be the it could have been the part six match, which was really good. if they had that and the and he wasn't in the pads, it probably would be number two on my list. Um it goes back to the it goes back to basics. it's um him chasing his niece this time, and there are plenty of scary moments with him. there's there's good work with camera and lighting and the and the fog and um, this was the one, this, it was written right before a Writer's Strike, ironically enough, since we just had one.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, it was written about, I think the guy wrote it in a few days because the Writer's Strike was about to happen. So considering that, it turned out to be a great movie. I think most people have started to grow to love it. And the opening shots in this movie, I'm not normally, I'm normally just a guy that's like, all right, I just want to, you know, escape from movies and see, just see action and, you know comedy or whatever but the opening shots just give away perfect like fall halloween if you never if you didn't see what the title of the movie was you would think okay this is probably a halloween movie because it went away from filming in california to being in uh, salt lake city utah so it was uh just the opening shots of the fall weather and uh pumpkins and all this stuff I, i would it's one of the maybe the best opening Shots of a film I've ever seen personally.
2: Where did you stand on the remakes, the the new newer ones from a few years back? Um,
4: David
1: Gordon Green one.
2: That's right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, Twenty eighteen has grown on me. I, I, after seeing Kills and Ends, it's definitely moved up. Um, Kills again after Ends came out. Kills has moved up a little in my opinion, but Ends just pisses me off to no end. It's not about Michael it's and then they look like they're gearing towards putting this other guy as the killer and then he dies and then michael comes in and he was supposed to be he was supposed to be human again allegedly and then he's getting up from all these gunshots and then he's hiding in a cave it's just i, I just again the first one the 2018 was good kills is, is okay and the last one was just shit yeah and, I know they're coming out with that. Now they're talking about coming out with a video game and talking about a TV series based on Halloween 3, and a new movie potentially. And if Paramount gets the rights to it, we could have a Michael versus Jason movie, which I would love to see. Wow. It
2: seems like they keep bringing it back, though, don't they? It's almost like Jason. It'll just, it, Halloween just never dies. It just it's just an
1: iconic like, horror figure, isn't it? it He's keeps up keeps there with the Universal ones, ones I now, I would say.
4: Yeah, I, I agree. It makes a lot of money, too.
2: Absolutely. Um, right, I've, I've already written down your number one, Neil, because I think I know what it is. But, Neil, what's your number one?
1: go on what is it
2: is it mad max fury road it is mad max Fury road.
1: <laughs> i think this is um, a, a very established and fantastic movie if you're a fan of the mad Man mad max franchise it won't disappoint but even if you're just a fan of pure action the way george miller is and the cinematography that's in it have, have done these action sequences and car chases and the dread that's come in I just think it's almost out there as a perfect movie for me. Mm-hmm. Now I know a lot of people find it boring. I, I uh, appreciate what they what they're saying, but they're wrong. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah no, I agree.
1: Can't so. see what you know. A lot of that argument, but yeah, I, I put in when you were talking about it. You know, obviously, I would have had another film in there if I'd have even thought about it or read about it. But
2: there you go. Yeah, that's your number one. My number one. Um, it's in Chris's top ten. And Neil completely forgot about it. It's Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Um, I've spoken about this movie so many times. I have I cry every time I watch it at certain points. It's got one of the greatest scenes in a movie ever in the Avengers mm. Assemble moment. Um, and it's a culmination not just of that movie, but of 10 years of, of masterful storytelling and story making, um, yeah. which is something that DC, and to be fair, is something that Marvel need to get back to. Because they have really dropped the ball since Avengers Endgame.
1: Big time. I think they got they're in danger of being overtaken by DC with what they got planned and the, James Gunn now on board with well, DC. Well, you would
2: you would you would possibly got, hope so, but I got a
1: feeling they're going to be sort of left behind. Yeah. Just a quick question to you both: you both put Endgame in your top tens. Which one do you prefer, Endgame or Infinity War? I mean, if you had to pick one of the two, Chris. Uh, Endgame. It's.
4: I think I actually ranked Marvel. I'll, I'll look at my phone in a minute. I, I ranked all the Marvel movies. Endgame is, if it's not number one, it's up there pretty high.
2: So I would pick Endgame. I, w- I would do the same. Yeah, I, I, would, I, would you do, I would do the same because it's, it's very hard to do time travel and do it in a way that's satisfying. Mm. But the fact they went back and did from certain scenes in the rest of the movies from, you know, the 10 years before, yeah. and that scene that scene at the end where you have absolutely I can remember when they said they were going to try and make an Avengers movie I thought how are they going to do that with like four or five big characters all in one movie how are they going to do that and the fact they did that and then they did it they topped it um with Civil War then they topped it again with Endgame it it almost feels like there's going to be a crash because how can you top something as as gigantic Mm. as that And the splash, the splash picture on of of you know Thanos and his army one side, and all of these Mm. Avengers and superheroes the other side. It's just something that just blows your mind. And I can remember every time. Well, I can remember every time I see that scene, I have tears running down my face, but a big smile on my face because it Mm. is everything you want to see in a movie. It's everything you want to see in that kind of movie anyway.
1: Absolutely, it's it's become a, it's become a cinematic icon Absolutely. of the scene. But it's Absolutely. why I've always said that Marvel shouldn't have made another film for a few years
2: after. They should have dropped, stopped. But then, gone, like Chris on. said, it's money, isn't it? That's what yeah, it is. It's all about the money. It's but, money. Yeah. But they have shot but themselves in the foot. Story a little bit wise. That. Controversially, I prefer Infinity War. Well you I would because you're a dark son of a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> I just I <laughs>
1: like that. It. It's like the Deathly Hallows. You like number two. I think I prefer number one. Oh, dear. The chase, the yeah. story. I always like the build up. I really invest in the build-up. bit like The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, I think is the better movie of the the trilogy. But I think that's just because of what I like rather than yeah what i know
2: yeah you're a strange being Neil. You're a, yeah I mean, you've never well, even had avengers know? endgame in your top 10 so. well i forgot about it you and know. plus
1: like i said these people on the internet then who put these lists to give me some inspiration because i was really struggling need to put it in theirs they do well.
2: they do right we've got some honorable mentions uh, rick tindall said live free or die hard lethal weapon 4 thunderball and john wick 4 stew grant said halloween 4 mad max fury road Bride of Chucky, Psycho Four, Jaws Four, oh, oh goodness Steve. me, Stu, Muppet Christmas Carol, uh, Pink Panther. I think it's it's going in the Muppets universe. Uh, it was right. The fourth mm-hmm. movie, Pink Panther Strikes Again, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, and Rocky Four. Oh, I don't feel so bad about Indiana Jones now when he's put it's Jaws Four George. and. Psycho 4 in there. Jesus. (laughs) Aaron Capone Langen said Critters 4, not saying it's good or anything, but it was the last good Critters movie before. Whoever has the rights now screwed it all up.
1: I got a feeling Leo DiCaprio's in number 4.
2: In number 4, is he?
1: Critters, yeah, number 4. A very young one. They
2: all got to start somewhere. Uh, Jennifer Yuan Kang said Fast and Furious 4, finally brings Brian and Toretto back together. Stuart Turvey says Caravan of Courage. (laughs) question mark (laughs) and paul osgood says carry on constable which is the fourth movie in the in the british carry on uh uh, series of movies which i'll be listening to one in a few hours when i go to bed anyway that's it we've done it could it possibly be our most controversial episode in uh, uh, this is episode 111 this could be this could be our most controversial episode who knows i'll wait for the emails and the uh, youtube comments to come rolling in
1: but I will apologize for Endgame right now. I will apologize that I forgot it.
2: Well, it's good that you apologize finally for one of your decisions, Neil, because you've never apologized for the Ecto 1. <laughs> So let's not go. Let's Don't
1: forget <laughs> I'll just mention <laughs> <coughs> shining.
2: Yes, let's not yeah, let's not mention that. Um, okay. So before we say our goodbyes, Neil, do you want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with us and all that gibbons? Of course,
1: I would love to. Chris, listen along. Here we go. You can find us on all the social medias at Top Ten Pods. Give us a click, give us a like, give us a follow, email us at top ten pods at hotmail.com. Ask us anything you'd like to, or even just drop us a, a suggestion for a top ten. Come help support the podcast at Patreon forward slash top 10 pods all sort of, sort of rewards like yourself chris you could be a guest on the show check out all of the links via the link tree you can find the link in the show notes and please come subscribe leave us a rating and review wherever you get your podcast from
2: there you go avengers endgame full of superheroes chris you're our superhero because yes. you're one of our top heads thank you so much for your support thank and you. uh and we'll we'll work out maybe the best fifth movies in a in a in a series Ooh. that'd be tough we'll work out something a bit easier to work out for your next visit to us i think
1: i think it ought to be horror related after chris said how much he loves a horror film
2: maybe we'll look at that then maybe we'll look at something like that but chris thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for your support thank you, for having thank, you. thank you neil thank you very much uh pav thank you very much chris been great to meet you my my friend i'm just trying to get rid of this fly that's yeah. Around. <laughs> Thank you very much everybody for watching and listening And let's go start the campaign
3: Ten. Nine.